0: FM104 is switched on and I'm joined by author and coach Connor Creighton. Hello.
1: Hey Louise, how are things?
0: Good. Thank you very much for chatting to me. I suppose I got on to you because I saw you've set up a podcast hacking love and also you have a course going on. Where are we making the mistakes with love?
1: Um I think we I think the biggest mistake we make with love is we imagine that. It is something that we find, mm-hmm. you know, it's some and we go like, oh, the lucky people, they find it. And um, but actually, I believe that love is something that we create. We we generate it inside ourselves and then it shows up in physical form around us. Um, and I think that love is this radical transformational energy. It's somehow maybe like gotten a little bit of a. A rep as being something soft, but I believe it's like probably I think it's the most powerful energy that we that exists, and it's something that we generate inside of ourselves. It's a a very radical life affirming energy, and when we can generate it inside ourselves, and we generate it inside ourselves by accepting ourselves and keeping it real with ourselves, and when we do that, it then shows up in our immediate world and the lie is or i think the lie and this is how we get it wrong is that people always imagine that love has got nothing to do with them it's just got to do with finding the right person um and the lie that there's one person out there who f- suddenly fixes you mm-hmm. is um is cruel and just wrong
0: and i think that probably comes from movies and television and all that kind of outside information that we're all being told this person will just walk into your life and there you have it all done dusted where it's a bit more complicated than that I think isn't it
1: yeah totally and I'm sure like 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 this is how this is how most of my relationships were in the past and maybe you too Louise you know but this idea that like oh I'm miserable um if only I could find someone to like prop up the broken pieces of my life to know to be like this this is the story that we're told and um like uh, the the reality i think of 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 love is that like the responsibility is on you you know you need to take care of yourself you need to pick yourself up you need to kind of um be the kind of the one you've been waiting for and then if you can do that then you, then what you attract is is, is kind of like a, is, is a direct reflection of the work that you've done on yourself.
0: How do you approach that, though?
1: Um, I think it's really simple. I think all of us know deep down what we're supposed to do in this life. And mm-hmm. um, we certainly know what we're not supposed to do when you're depressed, when you're sad, when you're like, you know, you're like, boiling inside in certain company Jimmy, we know i'm not supposed to be here this doesn't feel right um so like like our bodies are these phenomenal um devices that let us know when we're going in the right direction um when and and our bodies are designed to feel good to feel excited to feel like kind of Oof, this is a thrill when we're moving in the right direction and then designed to feel like sluggish, depressed, miserable when we're moving in the wrong direction. So when we can just um, and the terrifying thing is like moving in the right direction, moving in the direction that makes us feel good often means like being different to everyone around you or it often means maybe like upsetting your family. Um, but that is love and action. It's just doing what it's just following the instructions that are coming from your body in relation to your purpose in life. And and I think once you do that, and I, it can be explained so simply, but I mean, this is something that I put all my energy into, and it is so difficult to do. <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah
0: do we I suppose sometimes forget to bring the heart into it like we kind of do a lot of thinking lots of trying to figure it out trying to kind of find reasons for certain things where we kind of should maybe as you said bring it back and kind of listen to yourself a bit more
1: yeah totally I I think do you know what I mean I think to be honest with you using the head is us trying to like wiggle our way out of Mm. what we know we're supposed to do Mm. do do you know what I mean it's like we'll always find
0: a reason not to do something
1: yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Like, we're always, like, we're always, we're avoiding that that awkward conversation. We're avoiding booking the flight. We're uh, avoiding leaving the job for, like, another five years because for some reason we imagine that, like, that, like, life, we're given some fair number of years. You know what I mean? That, like, we've, that we can predict how long we're going to live for, you know? So it's, we're, we're always trying to wiggle out of doing the scary thing. But doing the scary thing is the most loving thing you can do. You know, if, if you really hate your job and you know that it's like destroying your health and your soul is like been, been rinsed dry, um, then the scary thing is to leave that job and try and find something that is actually like exciting for you. We don't but necessarily that is...
0: love that. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, no, we don't like fear.
0: No, which is something Weird, I suppose you, know, you can, you of right? have to get comfortable with that sometimes, don't you? With the uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, totally, totally, because because the, the opposite is we get we get kind of like numb to the uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like that. If if we don't get comfortable with the uncomfortable, then we just sort of get numb to being uncomfortable all the time. And and the only way you can kind of exist, um, the only way you can survive through feeling long periods of discomfort is just to completely suppress all your feelings. And and that just reduces your whole appreciation of life and that's it's it's a bit crap
0: yeah it gets rid of enjoyment and everything because you don't really feel anything fully
1: totally it's Mm -hmm. a little bit like being on antidepressants you know what I mean I mean there's a similar sort of structures that seems to happen with antidepressants right Mm -hmm. where they just turn everything down
0: how Um, do we make it less complicated then
1: um I think i think we make it less complicated by taking lots of small steps and the small steps are okay what is something like like i I think we we need to build up we need to like kind of learn how to like develop our resilience around fear so maybe the first thing might be like okay what's a scary thing for me to do oh get this sort of haircut then you get that sort of haircut you realize oh i'm I'm not the laughing stock of the of the world, um, and then you go, okay. Now, what would be the next scary thing to do? Oh, I've always wanted to do dance classes, so I'll do that. And it, and if you keep moving in that direction of doing the things that feel a little bit scary, but you know, because we all know, like nobody needs to be told this. I think when I say these things, people are just remembering, ah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm supposed to do. To mm-hmm. so we make it less complicated by just accepting the fact that we need to do the scary things in order to grow. Um, and and the longer we avoid them, the, the more uncomfortable life becomes.
0: I kind of love how we started off talking about couple love and have kind of moved into how you can find the joy <laughs> in life, which then I suppose will bring the love with it in other ways.
1: Yeah, totally. Because Louise, this is the thing, like we're magnets, mm. you know what I mean? And... Um, the the world outside of us is a kind of holographic reflection of our relationship with ourselves so so you know this very clearly when like you are feeling like i always get this if i'm in a horrible mood i will walk outside my door and i'll have forgotten my keys or someone will scowl at me or i'll just things just won't go well and i'll realize ah or I'll get the feeling, oh, the world is a cruel, horrible place to me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yet when we can like um, really develop our sense of connection to ourselves, we're honoring what we want to do and we're loving our life, then that gets reflected right back to you, has been my experience. And um, and then I think when you're in that place, like this is the wonderful thing, Louise, like if you love yourself um, there's no way uh that you could get involved in a toxic relationship dynamic it just wouldn't happen um in the same way like if you truly truly love yourself you 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 don't end up in you don't end up magnetizing these sort of uh trickier situations Mm. because you're, you're kind of you just repel them they just don't come to you anymore um i I knew i mean that's that's a it's a difficult thing to kind of um i think it's a difficult thing to kind of convince people of you just more or less have to just look at it through your own experience that you are kind of responsible for what you are calling into your life you know you're responsible for who's showing up you're responsible for how people are treating you and the more you can learn to love yourself and go like no this is the sort of level of uh, relationship that I want and I won't accept less you know, then then that becomes kind of what uh, appears in your life. Uh, but, but that's very much something that you kind of just have to experiment with.
0: Hacking Love, the podcast. Where did this stem from?
1: Um, well, it was very much a project of me. So it's really interesting like I'm, I know that like, like pretty much the the biggest fear for me is always like Mm self-expression the biggest fear for me is um I'll say something and everyone's gonna laugh at me because that was sort of my experience as a kid growing up you know I experienced bullying experienced kind of like really like Mm -hmm. horrible teachers and and just you know had like humiliation was kind of a routine uh experience of me being a kid so so there's so much conditioning around Oh, shit, Connor, if you expose yourself here, you'll be destroyed. So the podcast was sort of just a feeling of like, I really want to create something where I can be a little experimental, um, very honest, vulnerable and sort of share some of the ideas that have helped me. And I know that a lot of my some of my ideas, ideas, Probably aren't going to resonate with a lot of people, but they've really worked for me, and so I just wanted to create this podcast as a way of um releasing that. Yeah, it sort of sounds,
0: it Yeah, it sort of sounds like yeah. you were stepping into the fear with it a little bit.
1: Totally, totally, mm-hmm. and 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 kind of never really imagined that it would like gather an audience. You know, I, I had that wasn't really a goal. The goal was more just oh, I can feel this fear and I would like this fear to shrink. And I know the way that it shrinks is by me just actively engaging in the thing that I'm scared of doing.
0: So if people want to check it out, it is up everywhere. People can get their podcasts, right?
1: Yeah, pretty well, pretty much. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm in charge of logistics <laughs> as, as well as the talent. So uh, sometimes that can be a bit... Uh... <laughs> I can be a bit sloppy in that regard, <laughs> but I'm pretty, su- I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. The thing is, too, like I can't listen to them, Louise. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't. Right. I don't appreciate my own voice. I don't really like my own voice. So I'm kind of dependent on the audience, and they wonderfully are like people are very generous, and they say, "Hey, Connor, like you, the intro song it plays three times or something." <laughs> like, like okay, yeah, I better get back to that. You know, so sure. Look, it's a um, learning curve as well. Totally. My quality control is the audience, basically.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Conor Creighton, thank you so much for chatting to us.
1: Thank you, Louise. Have a great day.